This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. The following show may contain adult themes not suitable for children. Shut the hell up. Club 1080 with Isaac and Souk. Mmm, it does go well with a chicken. I didn't know hanging out with you was making me smarter. Full disclosure, Morty, it's not. Temporary superintelligence is just a side effect of the mega seeds dissolving in your rectal cavity. Oh, man. Yeah. And once those seeds wear off, you're going to lose most of your motor skills, and you're also going to lose a significant amount of brain functionality for 72 hours, Morty. Starting right about now. At the club, Club 1080. The hottest spot north of Milwaukee At the club, Club 1080 Souk and Rob's passion are always the fashion At the club, they fell in love Hey, it's Buck for... A best of edition of Primetime with Isaac and Souk. And I uh, got some fun stuff in here for you today. Without further ado, one of the segments that made me laugh the hardest over the last month and a half, armpit STDs. Welcome to the club, bitch! Is your mic on? Yeah. Right. Why? I can't hear you. Why not? Oh. Nobody yell? I can hear you because you're right here, but I can't hear my headphones. But oh, Turn up your headphone volume. How about that? It was. I could be an engineer. I don't think you could. A rumor began circulating over the weekend that there had been an outbreak of crabs at BYU. <laughs> See how I just launched right into it? You're, 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 yeah, we're going right into bagpiping, right? We're going right Whoa, here? Whoa, what does that mean? That's that's what you're talking about. Oh, the armpit thing? Yeah. I didn't know it was called bagpiping. Yeah, you know, bagpipe under the arm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, Amazing anyway. grace. But not quite the way you might think. Mm. Though completely unverified, this claim, some versions of which circulate every few years. I love that, by the way, you're leading with the story that had the line in it, completely unverified. Are they also selling fentanyl uh, Halloween candy at BYU? This is from Rolling Stone, dude. Oh, well, then it's legit. That's right. I mean, are you kidding me? Was that undergrads were catching the STD, not in their nether regions, (laughs) but in their armpits. (laughs) Armpit crabs. <laughs> Is that better or worse than uh, downstairs? I'm going to say better. Yeah, that's a little less embarrassing. Yeah, I mean, not much, but <laughs> get better. Get some crabs in your armpit here. Well, you don't want stuff downstairs. <laughs> Do you want stuff in your armpit? No, but more so than downstairs. I understand. This can't be real. The implication, well, you should know. <laughs> I, I graduated in 2000. You never got pit crabs? 
It's been oh, twenty. Wait. It's been Gabe twenty. Pickering? <laughs> well, uh, or got, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. It was. Uh, it was a different time back then. You've never given pin crabs. <laughs> well, gross. I mean, who hasn't from time to time? I mean, who hasn't lived? The implication was that the majority Mormon student population at BYU was using an intercourse workaround, possibly known as bagpiping. That's right. <laughs> where one partner pumps his penis in the armpit of the other. Tell you explicit what. language is excellent. Yeah. It's not a bad idea. <laughs> well, you can sort of all the things that uh, you know that people have put things in over the years, the armpit is probably not the worst. You don't think about the armpit and you can control the uh, <laughs> That's the bagpipe. You know, yeah, that's yeah, the you can it's like oh <laughs> A little more, a little, a little less. more, a little less, a little sluttier, a little. But tighter. they call that the chicken wing in uh, certain parts of Utah, right there. You work it a little bit, work the chicken dance. Does that make someone who's an enthusiast rowdy, rowdy piper? <laughs> I would assume so. Hey, I own a kilt. I own the whole bagpipe uh, bagpipe outfit. Get a sporn on there and everything. Let's go. Well, here is the best they can say. They say it sounds a little too spot on to be true. <laughs> But ex-Mormons and STD experts who spoke with Rolling Stone say it is not impossible. BYU did not respond to requests for them to confirm or deny the occurrence of armpit crabs. I would give anything. Can I read that again? Yes, go ahead. BYU did not respond to requests for them to confirm or deny the occurrence of armpit crabs. What are they hiding? What are they afraid of? I'm just imagining the scene in the admit office, and and it's like, well, Bill, how do you want to handle this? You know, and they're they're like, do we? So do we address this, or do we have to? And then Bill bagpipes Jenny. <laughs> well, I guess we better try it first to make sure it can, it's real. Check it out. We have to see if this works, as if it's even feasible. Because all right, they don't want to, but but I have to. Look, all right. So finally, bottom line, do we buy this? I. I, 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 I do. I don't buy I this. do. Because kids are horny. <laughs> kids are horny. And even Mormons are horny. Uh-huh. And they know they can't do it. So this makes total sense. Look, uh, this is as far and as... You I, don't get in trouble for it, right? You'd get in trouble for it. Uh, armpit? Uh, you, or yes. bagpiping? You'd get in trouble for bagpiping. Even if no crabs came you'd, of it? You'd get in trouble. Well, it was cra- clean bagpiping? Crabs especially. I see something for the honor code and be like, there were no crabs involved. Yes. Any sort of sexual uh, what have you? Anything. Anything. Can you... Pull your, you know, like, can you... On your own? Can you pull your own electorate? Yeah. Dude, you don't yeah. know that? Well, look. Does the church allow Can we that? play the fun game of how many honor code rules I followed? Like, this is the problem that when we, we get to some of these things is my experience at the Lord's University is a lot different than your average student. So sometimes when I hear other BYU students that actually went there other than for the reason of playing football... When I hear about their experiences, I just laugh and I'm like, "Well, that's not that's not the way this went down." I'm like, "No, that's completely different." So, I do think in the honor code, you're not allowed to look at uh, you're not allowed to look at porn. So, I think you might be able to pull your own electorate, but I don't think you can. Uh, I don't think you can like look at the ballot box while you're doing it. I think you have to like okay. You have to imagine like some sort of uh, like babbling brook in your wife or something. Yeah, because that's like a bridge too. I mean, all of it's a bridge too far, really. But the the, the you know, like not allowing students at that age or just anyone to you know kind of explore the studio space. Yeah, like why would you like that's cruel. I don't know, man. You know, I don't know. I you at least have to allow that. <laughs> it's it's perfect. Well, you do. It's perfectly normal. It's you know, it's like. 
And apparently, reading up, I so who has a lot of stuff that's not allowed though. Yeah. Well, that's true. But uh, uh um, you, can, I, you I've, I've googled it. You can get kicked out for a lot of things. They say that they do allow it. They do. Yeah. Okay. You can do that. But you can't do it with someone else. A Dutch rudder would definitely be out. You're not allowed. Like it's all. You can't even have like women or men like in the other's apartment. Like past the like the living room. Like you can't go into like the living quarters. It's a whole thing. Man. Well, they're saying it. It is a sin, but. Uh-huh. It is not serious enough to trigger a membership council. Mm. Oh, I've been to the membership council. And here's my advice. If you do find yourself before a membership council, just lie. I mean, they try to do the whole the Lord is watching, but from my experience, he may be watching, but he doesn't know when I'm lying. So just stick to your guns. I deny a lot of things. When faced with uh, the idea of, of being booted or some sort of honor code disciplinary action, I always found it way better to just say no because they would do like the... You know when your parents tried to guilt you into it? Like, you'll feel much better if you just tell us the truth. No, I won't. <laughs> Far from it. Just stick to your guns. I'll also say this from my experience. And again, my experience completely different about as far as from the normal BYU student uh, that you can get. So this is just my little experience. Alcohol or drugs, way worse in the eyes of students than any sort of uh, dalliance with the nether regions. Sure. That makes sense. And that was the dalliance with the nether regions is perfectly normal. (laughs) But that was the one that I always found bizarre is like, I know what you just did, but now you're upset because there's a Coors Light that is being opened. Like that was the one that I was always Mm. baffled by. Yeah. You could, you could finish doing something with someone else. Everything's fine. We're all happy. Well, Every, it is fine. Everyone had a good time. It's a natural act. And then you go out to the kitchen, and you crack a cold one, and it's like, what are you doing? You can't and, do that. And you, yeah, it's a whole thing. And you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. That Of the things that happened in this apartment, the one that you're upset about is that? It's a very, it's, it's an interesting line. But everyone has their own, you know, what they're willing and, and, and not willing to do. And apparently bagpiping, which I don't believe. I really don't. I think this is this is urban legend. I believe the but soaking so- is. If you ask me which one is more likely, I I could see the so I really could. I think that the but I, don't you think the armpit one? Someone's tried it. Someone's someone tried someone's it. tried it. Oh, sure. Someone there's tried it. But don't you think the armpit one is makes more sense? It doesn't because God, I, I we got to be real. Like, I don't it, think we do. If you're trying to insert something into something else. And you can't use anything below the equator. Mm -hmm. There's better things above the equator to put that between. Right, but I'm saying if you if it has to be between uh, soaking and pitting, yeah, or bagpiping, (laughs) I feel (laughs) I feel like bagpiping is way more makes makes way more like soaking. Nothing about soaking makes sense. Like, well, actually, one thing makes sense, and that is. Kids are horny. Yes, but they know they can't do it. So I would think soaking would make you would would be worse. Like that's awful. Like you can't. It's torture. You're, you're sitting there and you can't, and you're lying on top of her and you can't, and it's in there and you can't do anything with it. You can't. Move. What is this? The armpit. At least you can. You can. You it's know? like saying you're there, but don't you dare enjoy this. Yes. It's like <laughs> what? So soaking to me makes very little sense. Someone said, by any chance, does BYU have a robotic research department? Probably. <laughs> Probably. 
look, I'm just saying on the BYU campus, my guess is there's way more there's way more interesting stories of something went there that probably shouldn't have than any other campus on on yeah, on the country. They got to get creative. You got to get creative. And you got to admit the armpit thing, the bagpiping, the soaking, they're they're creative as hell. I, I think this is a real thing. It's got to be. I think it's actually think more evolving the, from soaking, sucking so bad. I think I, I would, I just would assume go with the water ballooning. As opposed What's that? You, you can use your imagination. If bagpiping is one thing, why wouldn't you just water balloon it? Oh, well, yeah, you can do that too. That but seems way make, better. Well, you got to mix it up. And sometimes you got little mosquito bites up there. Some, and so... Yeah, I guess. You can't always do that. <laughs> you know what I mean, Buck? You're like, hey, baby, tonight? I, I don't wear, know that I do. Wear the, you know, wear the tank maybe. top. <laughs> wear the tank He's top. He's talking about, you know. You got to be careful. Well, with, uh, well, I mean, the armpit region, there's there's nothing, like, savory about that necessarily. No, I, yeah, thank you for the visual. <laughs> oh, you're welcome. Yeah, yeah. I, I got that. I thank think you, you got to be careful with, like, the, you, you got to be freshly shorn, too. If you're, be- like, That's I'm true. guessing some stubble there. That could cause some. There's some chafing involved. Still, though, it's a nice, deep little... <laughs> I think we got an idea. I got an idea of what Rop is going to be doing tonight. He's going to go home and be like, hey, honey, you up for uh, you up for something a little different so tonight? So does... Um, this one she might go for. Do, like, does deodorant, like, you know, like a gel, does that double as uh, an accelerant there? Or do you do you use something like a lube for that then? It's a good question. I think you got to be careful. You might end up starting a fire. That's a lot of friction right there. RJ says, I believe it because I want to. And I think that's right. That's what I want to do, too. This is very real. All I know is, like, people always are interested in, like, the whole Mormon culture. And I'm telling you, it's way more boring than you think. Yeah. It really is. Yeah. But this is why we're interested right here. Yeah. We make it. See, even if it's boring and this isn't a thing, we're making it a thing and it's great. But when you are there uh, as a student like I was, Boy, it is uh, it is fascinating when you come across people that have, um, mm, like, they, they really are living the honor code to the T. It is fascinating. And then you're like, what are you doing? And then they look at you like you have two. Di- it, it, you might as well be speaking two different languages. It is. Poor saps. It is fascinating. All right. Uh, will America collide with Asia? <laughs> Is this some sort of religious thing? Like, if we don't stop bagpiping, like, continents will collide? Fresh warnings <laughs> from experts. From the Lord. Um, it is 624 on the fan. Well, not quite 624. It's 619 on the fan, but we will have more Best of Club Hour on primetime coming up next here on the fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome back to a best of edition of Prime Time. Uh, a couple segments left, and uh, this one was another one I enjoyed. Uh, I titled it Boy Bites Cobra. Enjoy. Um, I've got a story out of India that I think you'll like as we talk snakes here quite often. Yeah, did we ever find out that snake that uh, went missing in the zoo? Did we ever get a conclusion to that? Oh, that's right. I forgot about him. Yeah, there was a king cobra uh, lost in in a Swedish zoo. It's always the king cobra. I feel like the king cobra is the woody woodpecker of snakes. They're always causing problems. Anytime you get a story about some uh, uppity snake, it's always a king cobra. Yeah, they did locate Houdini. Oh, okay. Uh, Houdini was on the lam for six days. Uh... They found him, but he escaped again. Mm. Can they not? I mean, can they get like a Hannibal Lecter type prison? It is a deadly snake. That's <laughs> the thing. When you catch it once after it's been escaped that one time, how do you let it out again? Yeah. Well, remember the first time it got out was the new light fixture. They said it crawled. Up. The, the old light was too hot. Yeah. But the new light they put in. Too soft. The snake was like, oh, that's not hot. I'll <laughs> go through that. Let's do this. So this one, it says they the deadly snake escaped Saturday via light fixture in the ceiling of its glass enclosure in Stockholm. Um, the park said it had located the reptile overnight in a confined space near it where they housed it. Yeah. And they were working to retrieve it. They said that um, using x-ray machines and wire cameras commonly used to search for drugs and other prohibited goods... They found the snake in an interior wall near where it lived. They found it in a wall. Yes. That's See, that's terrifying. Yes. You got a snake in a GD wall. Come on. But they said it managed to escape again. Mm. Sir Hiss, Houdini. You know, I'll tell you right now, I know very little about snakes, but I promise you this. If you put me in charge of a King Cobra enclosure, there's no way that snake would ever get out. The amount of security I would have around that cage, zero chance it gets out. I think I would build Fort Knox to keep that thing in. Dude, you should see where... Here, I'm going to show you a picture. I know we're kind of a long ways away here, yeah. but maybe you can see this. Look at where that snake was. See see where they've got... Yeah, screw that. <laughs> screw Dude, that. that looks almost looks like... I can't tell what's on the other side of it, but it kind of looks like a desk. Yeah. They're x-raying that wall. That snake is in that it's wall. It's in the wall. Just it, it, hanging it, out. It, it'd be like the cobra like being yeah. right next to your yeah. your knees right yeah. now as you broadcast. Yeah, and it's just in a wall waiting for your foot to get a little too close. You imagine Ooh. your little chubby toe. Yeah. It just looks like a little gerbil or something that crawled down there. Next thing you know, psh, right in your foot. Dude. What the hell is going on, Sweden? And now it escaped again. Yeah, and they have not found it this time. <laughs> Look, I'm not going to lie at this point. That may be the death sentence. What if it's in the same spot? <laughs> Just keep going back to the same same wall. Oh, my God. Like, how scary is that? You're like, where's the snake? I don't know. Last time it was in the wall. Snakes have to go around and x-ray walls? Yeah. 
That sounds like a great idea. That's crazy. Okay, so this is another Cobra. Um, a different Cobra. Or maybe it's Houdini. I don't know. Do you think they're friends? Perhaps. Relatives, at least. They took on the phone. <laughs> this one's in India. So maybe Houdini got to India from Sweden. It's possible. It's a great journey. But uh, this is saying, this is from Newsweek. In an unusual turn of events, a 12-year-old boy in India bit a cobra to death. After after being bitten himself by the deadly snake. What? You bite me, I'll bite you. The boy was rushed to a local health center where he received antivenom for the bite and was discharged. His name is Deepak Ram. He said that he was playing in his backyard when the snake attacked him. What in the ass? What is happening <laughs> yeah, right what in now? The ass? That's an interesting response, though. This snake bit me. I'm not going to run and tell my mother or father. I'm going to bite this snake to death. Well, he said that wrapped around his hand. Oh. He said it bit him and wrapped around his hand. He goes, I was in great pain. As the reptile didn't budge when I tried to shake it off, I bit it hard twice. Did he, like, bite through it? Or did it just... Had be a, to have, right? Or was the snake just like, hey! Like, and then it just, like... <laughs> the snake's like, ah! <laughs> what's happening? Didn't expect that. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it doesn't say, but it says... Um, well, first of all, can we just... Can we talk about putting, like, a 12-year-old kid or even a younger kid being in the backyard and having to worry about possibly a king cobra attacking you? Well, I'm reading this, and they... Would you s- ever play in the backyard? Well, apparently in India, this is just what's Yeah, up. they're saying the the cobras are all over in this area. They said there's over 60 venomous snakes that live in India. And get this, between 2000 and 2009, the World Health Organization estimates that snake bites killed this many people in India. You take a guess, so we're talking about 20 years. 19. Oh, boy. How many so people did snakes 20 kill? Years, 20 years. Just the cobra or all these? Snakes, yeah. Just snake, okay. snake bites in India. 20 years, India snake bites. Total deaths? Yeah. 150,000. 1.2 million. 1.2 million people. Oh Apparently, God. this is just, in India, this is just what happens. What in the hell, wow. India? Another reason not to go there. 100%. Wow. By the way, my uh, my special lady friend, her brother, just relocated to India. Hope he likes snake bites and dying. Dude, that kid is a freaking champ. Yeah, it's like fight or flight, right? I guess. And he just bit the damn snake. I, that would be the fight. I can't. I mean, <laughs> well, dude, I would pee myself first, and then maybe I'd reevaluate the situation. Holy hell. Yeah, I'm looking for. They they don't really reveal any other de- details. Yeah, he's just like, but he yeah. got the antivenom. He's like, I'm alright. So he's good. <laughs> Probably back out there playing. I guess. Don't move to India. All right, uh, we got to run. Come. So we don't quite have to run yet. We do have one more segment of Best of Primetime coming up, and then we will check in with Big John. Um, the next segment coming up uh, should be one more fun one here, and it is uh, Obscure Sports. That's, uh, boy, there's some interesting ones we need to get into. That's coming up next, but first, Sports Center. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 
Welcome back to a Best of the Club. No Isaac, no Souk. They'll be back on Monday, but we do have some of their wonderful voices talking about obscure sports. Did you see what Dana White's doing? You see his new league? Yeah, he's doing that slap thing, right? Slap fighting. Like he's, he's creating a slap fighting league. And they, like he's this isn't a joke. He's actually no, doing this it's as real. a So if you haven't seen this, I think it started in Russia because of course it did. That you just you line up at a, a table like an arm wrestling table. And like you hold on to like these two uh, like these two posts and then the other person across from you just gets to slap you. And then like if you can take the slap then you get to slap them back. I don't know who goes first if it's a coin flip, but some of the some of the dudes that are involved in this, it is like you think slapping someone like haha. Some of the the videos that are out there, it oh my god. It's like a gorilla slapping you and it's just putting people into like a different dimension. Like that seems like the worst idea for a sport ever. Like whether you're in boxing or MMA or whatever it is, you know the object is to not get hit, as opposed to I'm just going to stand here and not move while my opponent gets to hit me as hard as he can. That seems like a terrible idea. So is the winner slash loser determined by who says uncle first, or how do they? You either quit or you get knocked okay, out. Okay. Okay. And I don't know who goes first. I'm assuming that's a big advantage. It's like overtime in the NFL. Yeah. Flip the coin, you go first. Watch some of the uh, the highlights. It is brutal. Have you? I, I thought that was a joke though when I saw that Dana no, White was gonna. No, it's real. He's into it. Are we this this? Are we one step away from human cockfighting? Like we're just now going to have humans fighting animals? Well, I mean, there are a lot of. So my wife and I went up to A and A not too long ago, and we were sitting there having breakfast and a drink, and they were showing stupid stuff on TV because nothing was on yet, and they were showing this show that was detailing all these internet all these um sporting events from other countries yeah there is some wild s yeah you wouldn't believe have you seen the ear pulling contest have you guys seen that no no so ear pulling is just like slap fighting. that's what made me think of it as slap fighting it's basically two guys standing uh pretty much face to face and they just put it it looks like a string around one guy's ear and then they pull it and put it around the other guy's ear and they just pull until it breaks. What? Yes. No. And their ears bleed, and it's a whole... Dude, it is nuts. And Go where, look at that. And where is this? This one... Uh, where did that originate? Now, the other one I'm familiar with is, like, the shin-kicking one. Have you guys seen that one where guys just, like, belt each other in the shins, kicking as hard as they can? I mean, no. it seems miserable, but... Ouch. Yeah, whoever can that. kind of sustain that the longest without falling down wins that one. The ear, ear pulling is the Inuits. Is it really? Yeah. Well, I guess back in the day you had to come up with something to entertain yourself, and there was a very, like, who's a man sort of thing, right? Like, I mean, it's a pretty manly sport, and it looks like it would just rip your ear right off. Well, it probably does from time to time. But it doesn't. Like, why would you it's ever? In, it's insane. There is... I, I see it like every now and then like you, you stumble across something. There's one that they play like in Afghanistan and the Middle East where you get on a horse and you pick up a dead goat and you have to ride it around in a circle while everyone else tries to kick you like off the horse and dudes get trampled and die all the time. This sounds made up. No. I believe you. Though. Yeah, it's a it's a real thing. Like you it's just a it's a dead goat or it might be a sheep. And it's laying on the ground, it's a big circle. And you just ride around on these horses in teams, and you have to bend it. Like, you don't stop. You just lean down from your horse, grab the dead animal, 
and you have to ride it around the ring. And then when you get around to the ring and you get to the beginning, you just throw it in the middle and then like you get a touchdown. But as you're riding, seven points. As, wow. as you're riding around, everyone else can do whatever they want to to get you to drop the 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 goat or to knock you off the horse, and people die because they get stomped on by the horses. Yeah, that is a real thing. There's another one where I got to find out where this is at, but they did a thing on HBO Real Sports about it where it, they they combine rugby and like. Mixed martial arts. There's, there's. I've seen that one. I can't remember what it's called, but I've seen that one. There's like, and it's like one village, like one country that does it, and it's just it's think like a rugby match, but instead of tackling, you just get together and there's no rules. You just beat the living god out yeah, of. Yeah, there's everybody. a ball, but somehow it's like a royal rumble. It's yes. insane. Absolutely nuts. Your girlfriend's uh, Japanese, right? Yes. Um, are you familiar with Botashi? I was going to say something very bad there, but no, I'm not familiar with Botashi. So it's from Japan. And this gonna, was another one. I was going to say, she will be tonight. <laughs> I'm going to yeah. go home and be like, hey, you up for a little Botashi? See what she says. Or maybe, I don't, is that, I don't know if I pronounce that. <laughs> we're probably, she says. we're probably butchering it. Yeah. Hey, you like a little Botashi? Botashi or something? I don't know. Oh, anyway, I looked that up. I've seen that before. Have you seen that? I it have is seen that super before. cool. It was another one that was on this uh, show we were watching. And it's two squads of 75 attackers and 75 defenders. They, they, they do it in Japan. It's a lot of people. And there's a pole in the middle of the 75 defenders, and there's a guy on top of the pole, and the attackers basically just have to do whatever it takes to get him off. It's like capture the flag. How tall is the pole? 15 feet. So you're taking a serious tumble. Is there at least uh, some... Well, but they... but they the, the, Remember, there's 75 defenders, so they... It's sort of like a... <laughs> like a zombie invasion? Well, it's like they... They build it up. Huh. So you don't... If you fall off of there, you're just falling onto other men, not very far. <laughs> and the attack... It's like a... Dude, it's a free-for-all. It's great. <laughs> I don't know why more of these sports don't become, like, popular because... So basically, the attackers, they just run and jump onto the pile and start kicking and punching, and they just fight and claw their way up to the top. It's kind of a King of the Hill type competition. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's great. Uh, I mean, Suk, I found yours, by the way. It is called Buzkashi, and it's from Afga- It's from Afghanistan. That's the goat one? Yep. It says it's literally translated to goat dragging, um, <laughs> and teams of riders attempt to drag the carcass of a dead goat to a goal. Whips are added to make things a little more nasty. So, you just, so as the dude's riding with a dead goat, you just whip him. Yeah. And if he falls off and dies, you're like, well, it's Afghanistan. Nuts. To be fair, it's Afghanistan. That's probably the least violent thing that you're going to experience over the course of a month. I was going to say, pretty wholesome. Yeah, you're like, eh, it's, it was take it a probably, break from the war. It probably started without whips, and then some guy was like, <laughs> I know. I think we should add whips. I think someone... Great idea. You think someone was like, you know what, this sport's kind of lame. Like, eh, it's just it's not violent enough. Hey, what do you think about whips? <laughs> I like where you're going. Yeah, how about we introduce some weapons here? That'd make it better. The one I'm talking about was the... Uh, it's it's in Italy. They call it the, the Calico, Storico, Florentino, or Historic Florence Football. And it's a sport which combines rugby, soccer, and then boxing and MMA. So it's in Italy, and again, it's just a bunch of shirtless dudes, and they just line up, and there is a ball. But in reality, it's just a big they game. They just fight. They just fight. Yeah. And that so, one was on there, too. Yeah, and some of the times, it's not like one-on-one. You'll get like five or six guys that are just like got one dude on the ground, and they're just whooping his ass. And the ball's like laying there like, shouldn't you just pick up the ball? And everyone's like, hey, don't tell me how to play my sport, right? I'm busy kicking this dude into next week. I'd be hiding. <laughs> yes. I'd be like digging a hole. Like, <laughs> Well, imagine. 
imagine like you what like they don't that, see me over here imagine you're you decide that that's what you're gonna do on the weekend hey what are you gonna do this weekend oh, i don't know thought about getting whipped and picking up a dead goat or going to fight 12 other shirtless italian dudes yeah. in culottes they're calling it historic football and originated during the middle ages in italy so it was the og of football <laughs> and now look at this weenie soccer that we play doesn't everything just stem from back in the day and they flop what do you think the historic football players think of <laughs> flopping <laughs> soccer god can you imagine what they think well maybe there is a strat although i guess there is no flopping in historic football because if you lay on the ground and pretend to be injured someone comes and kicks you in the head anyways so it's probably not a good strategy like your idea of just what hiding I'm, well, I'm just gonna hide i'm gonna dig a hole and hide in it or i'm just gonna flop all over they won't know what to do with me They'll be talking about me on Italian sports radio like, have you seen this guy? Uh, he keeps just, winning. He just flops. I'm just saying, if you put some of these sports out there, I'm convinced it, with some American backing, like the money, I, you're telling me that you wouldn't rather watch some of those than, no offense, but like an MLS match from time to time? And think about some of the fun you could have with the co right commentators in there. If you get yes. comedic type people or... Just people who earnestly know about these insane sports that we don't. Like, I like going to Timbers and, uh, and Thorns games. I think they're great. And the crowd is fantastic. It's, it's some of the best bang for your buck that you're going to get in Portland. But if I told you, as we're all, I'm like, hey, guys, I got tickets to the uh, Timbers. You want to go? You're like, yeah. So we're all walking down. And then as we're walking down, I'm like, hey, sorry to bum you out, guys, but there will be no soccer. But what we will get... <laughs> Is a bunch of dudes riding around carrying a dead goat, whipping each other, and someone could get trampled. You're telling me that instantly you're not like, okay, this day just went from good to great. Go on. Uh, yeah, you're like, I'm, I'm interested, right? And now in, instead of foam fingers, we're selling foam whips, you know, with the team colors on them, and we're cheering and yelling. I mean, it's a no-brainer. Let's go. All right, video, ga yeah. video game news is next on the thing. No, no video game news coming up next. Uh, coming up next, Big John will join us to wrap it up, as he always does. We do have this developing story. I just want to put a couple more details out on. It's pretty wild what's going on right now, and who knows whether there is foul play uh, expected or not. But um, the soccer reporter Grant Wall, who's just 48 years old, um, has passed away in Qatar, where he was co covering the World Cup. He was actually covering the Netherlands-Argentina game today. Uh, yesterday, he had published an article about uh, the people of Qatar uh, overlooking and covering up uh, or not caring about the, the deaths of migrant workers. Uh, he was also detained at one point uh, early in the World Cup for wearing a rainbow shirt. Uh, his family thinks that there was foul play involved. His brother um, posted an Instagram uh, reel or video saying that they're asking for help uh, in trying to piece this together, but that uh, his 48-year-old brother, who was an icon covering the sport, uh, has passed away, and people want answers. It, it may be that it was completely um, normal and natural, but his family doesn't seem to think so, and this story could get a lot bigger um, before we hear the last of it. So um, something that we'll be keeping an eye on here, but Big John is going to wrap it up next here on The Fan. Well, it's not all a best-of show. I do get to talk to another real human being, one John Sakanic, willing to join the show, even though his lazy brother and his brother's co-host are off. Look, I prefer to join the show when my brother's not on it, so that this is right up my alley. <laughs> well, I uh, I do. I am jealous of him. I want to see that Army-Navy game at some point. It's going to be a pretty cool experience, I think. Yeah, I, that's on my bucket list for sure. I would love my, – my stepdad served in the Navy, so I'm definitely – pro navy but 
like the pageantry and the tradition and just what that game is, it's definitely on my bucket list. I'm super jealous that my brother gets to go. And I'm a little mad he didn't invite me, but what are you going to do? <laughs> well, next, maybe you and me, you and me will hit the game some one of these years because uh, I, I would love to Let's get to it, it too. Um, well, yeah, so that would be incredible. I understand. Uh, I just scrolling through the the old Twitter sphere uh, that you had uh, had a catch three sixty five with a local legend today, a local celeb, if you will. Yeah, the queen of Brook City, the great Brooke Oldendam. I I got to play catch with her today, and let me just tell you. Um, I, I've always been a fan of hers. She does a, she does a great job uh, doing the courtside reporting for the Trailblazers. Yep. She's a coog. Yep. I've always liked her for that reason too. And over the years, I've I've tweeted her a couple of times, and she's replied. And and you know, you kind of get these weird Twitter relationships where it feels like you know somebody, but I'd never met her. So I reached out and just took a shot and said, "Would you be willing to have a catch with me and be a part of Catch Three Sixty Five?" And she was game and and i got to go meet her today and play catch with her and let me just tell you this she's lovely and wonderful and it was everything you'd hope it would be having a catch with a a portland icon isn't that wonderful i love it when uh the people that you get to see on tv most of the time you meet them in real life and they're just as wonderful in real life as they are uh, on the screen yeah if you follow her on social media or if you've ever had a chance to meet her like she just comes across as genuine and somebody that's always interacting she's always posting pictures with fans and stuff and she doesn't she doesn't know me from anything and she had every single reason she's in the middle of the nba season she had every single reason to say no and or just not respond and for her to to not really know me and to be willing to be a part of it that's that's really cool i was really uh i was really honored that she let me come out and have a catch and and she did it in the rain too weren't you guys in the rain yeah, it's tough this time of year. My son likes to tease me that um, in the summer it's easy, right? You of course. Wander around and find side in in the rain. I think we're headed into the final stretch here. It's going to be a little difficult, but it was kind of cool. She uh, she cranked out some John Fogarty center field on her phone, and um, we we played catch in the rain, but it felt like it was the middle of summer. So uh, kudos to her for that little touch. And that is what? So what are we at? Day 283? 282? 283 today. Okay. 283 is today. The Great and Dam, day 283. Excellent. What do you got on tap for the weekend, big man? Uh, just normal weekend stuff. Um, hanging out, and, and it's kind of the last weekend before. Next weekend is my brother and sister's birthday, so we'll have some stuff there. Um, and then there's Christmas. So I think this is the weekend where my wife is like, we need to go do the rest of the shopping. We need to go run the errands. We need to do all of that, um, plus the weather stock. So probably just a little bit of that this weekend. Yeah, I think that we've got got the same uh, honeydew list and uh, holiday list uh, wait, waiting for me at home as well. Well, John, thanks as always for joining us. Uh, we love you. We love your hot body. All right, buddy. We'll see you. Take care. Want to thank everyone here for joining me on this best of edition of primetime with Isaac and Souk. Both the boys going to be back on Monday. Thanks for hanging with me on 1080 The Fan.
This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 